10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey everybody, Darian Simone Harvin here. Thank you for listening to another episode of Am I Allowed to Like Anything? And this week I spoke with Alex Wolf, and Alex is the founder of Boss Babe. Now, if you were just to ask me to describe Boss Babe for myself, this is what I'd say. It's a platform I discovered through Instagram that is gaining followers and notoriety by using Instagram to empower women. But I'm talking beyond likes and comments to the point where Alex has found a way to urge her followers to subscribe to Boss Babe's custom platform that gives members access to advice on how to run their businesses. Really smart advice. Good advice. Boss Babe is very girly and very feminine and maybe not for everybody, but there is no debating Alex's gift to inspire and really articulate how she thinks and her opinions. Alex is smart and diligent and obsessed with the internet, and I enjoyed talking to Alex about tech and what it's been like running her business and also prioritizing her very own peace of mind. So enjoy and remember that you can subscribe and rate Am I Allowed to Like Anything on iTunes and always join the conversation using the hashtag A-I-A-T-L-A. So really, this is the first question I have. Okay. I'm just going to get it out the way. Mm -hmm. How are your social cards for Boss Babe so amazing? I just need to know. (laughs) You mean like the posts? Yeah, like the posts. I think that... I really just try to be as transparent as possible. And I really just try to think about things that make, you know, us millennial women feel connected. You know, I feel like we're connected through our passion for business, our passion for fashion, um, specifically for Boss Babe, right? Because we have a a very glamorous type of audience. Um, So I just, I try to talk as if I'm talking to a girlfriend, you know. Or to myself. I, I follow a lot of my own advice. <laughs> I follow a lot of my I own advice. I have to. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I, following your own advice. It's a, it should be a thing. It, that should be a thing, yeah. honestly. We're yeah. always dishing out advice to other people. Um, but okay, so you have over 200K followers mm-hmm. on Boss Babe. That's kind of how I ended up figuring out. And you're super transparent. And we kind of talked about this beforehand and how, you know, this is very much about you. Mm -hmm. I think people really want to know and hear about you. Mm -hmm. People want to learn, I feel, in my opinion, about all of the amazing and really specific advice that you give out. They can sign up for Boss Babe. They can follow you on Periscope. You have so much Mm -hmm. amazing free content that you give out all the time. So shout out to you. (laughs) Um, Tell me about just how you grew up, however you want to start off. Okay. Um, Well, I'm a very proud Brooklynite. Um, I actually was born in Staten Island. I don't really like to announce that too much. No (laughs) offense to Staten Island. It just, I wish I could say I was born and raised in Brooklyn, but I was only just raised. And I was raised, you know, in the 90s. Um, My parents got divorced when I was two, and my dad came out as gay. And um, I, it, what makes my story kind of weird is that um, my parents got divorced and my dad got like full custody. And I feel like most of the time moms get full custody. So I actually lived with my dad for most of my childhood. 
And so here I am, a young, you know, um, mixed girl living with a white gay man. <laughs> um, and um, it, it was, a, I think, a unique experience. Um, and um, I also just grew up in different parts of Brooklyn. Um, so I saw two different worlds happening at the same time, um, Park Slope and Brownsville. And um, it just, I don't know, I've always felt like I've had multiple views of the world, multiple ways of communicating. Um, I've also just had like a lot of identity crises, I think, because of it. (laughs) But I try to learn from it. And my dad was in tech. He's still in tech. And I've, you know, I had a computer at two years old. Um, I emailed the Spice Girls when I was five. Oh my gosh. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> I, I remember that day. Like, I remember how it felt. Um, and my dad thought it was really cute. They never emailed me back, but anyway. I mean, rather, <laughs> everyone else was probably sending fan mail letters. You were emailing them. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> um, how you just said you grew up in two different worlds. I want to, I want to know more about that. I okay. don't think that a lot of, at least for me, so I've been living in Brooklyn for not even two years, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so I only know Brooklyn as I know it now and, and today. Right? Okay. Yeah, I was I was in Brooklyn before it became like the coolest place ever. I mean, yeah. I still thought it was a, the coolest place ever, but um, you know what I mean, just kind of right. how trendy it's become. Um, you know, I, I went to a primarily um, black school um, and it was super crazy. Um, there were fights all the time. Um, girls were not very nice <laughs> to me. Um, and it was it was weird going to school like that and then coming home. You know, I had a very nice home. You know, I was able to travel Europe in during the summertime. And so it was just weird because no one in my school really had that life. Um, so it was just weird to know that I could be the same girl who is traveling the coasts of the Mediterranean and then also like, you know, having to take the back way out of school so I don't get beat up by like girls or something like that or watching like people fight um, and those just different kind of communities. So I remember having that thought a lot. I mean, people think I would I was a liar when I said, you know, I traveled or stuff like that because they they I was in an environment where that just wasn't happening. So for a lot of people, they just didn't you know believe it. So, yeah. Something that Nadia Lopez, who is a principal of Mott's Bridges Academy in, in Brownsville, Brooklyn, she we were, I was interviewing her, her in, in her office and she kind of turned to look at her window, which I think it had it had like bars up. And she said, there's so many kids who only know this. Right. Mm-hmm. I think across the street it was it was just like a pro, it was the projects. And she said so many kids just know this. Right. And so any opportunity that she could take to bring them out of that world and show them something else she wanted to do that so it was it's i think it's it speaks to i think it speaks to who you are now i feel that you were really able to do that in a lot of ways yeah yeah it's definitely given me um a dynamic perspective on life i feel Mm -hmm. and then i was obviously on your instagram Mm -hmm. and you posted something and it really struck me it was a caption that you posted you said Mm -hmm. my whole life i've struggled with my identity Mm -hmm. and i've struggled with my race my culture and who i am i'm done trying to figure out who i am i'm just going to be who i am yes and Okay, so what's that been like? Like, how did, I, I don't mean, know. I want to know how you got to that point in a way and yeah. just your headspace now. 
Well, I've been an entrepreneur for a couple of years, and um, I've always kind of struggled with who do I want to represent myself as to the world. And I think the first time I put myself out there, I was just desperate to be liked. I wanted to be glamorized as a lot of these like social media girls um, become, and not just like Instagram models. I'm talking about like entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, and so I was so focused on wanting that attention. Um, which is like, I have enough like balls to say that now because I honestly just kind of, I'm over it. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, it just, I, I wanted approval so bad. And then it's just true what everyone says, like all the successful entrepreneurs are like, be authentic, be yourself. Like it really works. And then what happened with Boss Babe is it really was just a confessional for me. Um, especially in the beginning and, um, and, and I just noticed that people liked what I had to say, what, what I truly felt, not what I thought would be the right thing to say, but what I actually felt. And those are two different things. And they're very hard in the online branding world because there's this pressure to be accepted and liked and you feel like you have to you know, add this formula when it's really about taking away all this like stuff that you think you need to add on. So. I'm trying, like, I'm not perfect, like, I still get insecure and everything, but I definitely try to set that intention every time I'm, you know, doing me. Yeah. Yeah. And that really strikes me, too, because something that I've been kind of trying to also juggle myself, even when it comes to the podcast, and people are like, oh, you should make a Twitter or an Instagram for, for Am I Allowed to Like Anything? And for me... I just, this is so much just an extension of who I am, mm -hmm. right? Also, I don't feel like running another social media site. But I was speaking to somebody, um, John Jackson, he works for Blavity. I don't know if you follow Blavity, but they're an awesome platform for, for black millennials. Mm -hmm. And he um, was doing a, like a black creatives talk and he mentioned me and, and he said something that was to the degree of people who are, I should honestly pull it up because I wanna get it right, but it was, it, I felt like it spoke to your point. Okay. Um, Let's see. He said, um, all things Mitch and Darian Simone are some of the best examples of exemplifying platforms consistently. And I DM'd him and I said, what do you, like, what do you mean by that? Like, if you could explain that to me, like, that would be so appreciated because I'm trying to figure out, I'm just trying to really be myself, right? right. Yeah. And, and something that he that he said was, it just feels authentic. Like, uh, lots of people have interviewed or talked to X, Y, and Z, but I'm gonna listen to what you have to say because I rock with who you are yeah. and how, am I allowed to like anything just feels like an extension of who you are and yeah. your authenticity, so. I think that, you know, I get the question, like, how do I get followers a lot? Or how do I build an online presence? A lot of it's just being honest. I mean, that's the quickest way to stand out, right? Because there's so many people who are just not being honest. Not like I'm saying people are liars. I right. mean, there's definitely that happening too. But just that there's a lot of, um, I want to say like a crust on top of a lot of people's personalities because they feel like they have to be something else. And so the quickest and easiest way to stand out is to be honest. And sometimes that means you have to share an opinion that might get criticized or you know, you might offend people, but that is really how you do it, you know? So yeah. that's, I mean, Donald Trump is is being considered as a president right now. Mm -hmm. That should tell us that obviously being offensive <laughs> sometimes, or, or I don't want to say offensive, you know, obviously he's offensing people, but um, I mean, being, um, being yourself, you know? 
whether it's good or bad. It get it, people it gets are listening. you an audience, yeah. right? Right. That's the point. Um, okay, I'm gonna kind of switch gears because I really want to make sure that we talk about this. Yes. You did not go to college. I didn't. And I want to know why. <laughs> and I want to know. Um, I just want to know. Okay. I just want to know. I will tell you. Um, I grew up, my dad went to law school. Both of my parents are very educated, very A-plus students. I was an A-plus student when I tried. Um, And academics has always been a definite thing. Like, if you don't go to college, you're not a complete human being. Right. Um, And I was put in a position where I had to pay for my college. And... um, I remember I just had a moment one day. I, I really hate bu- bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a moment one day where I was signing up for my classes. I had to wait in this line for an hour. My car was parked outside. The meter was about to run out. I didn't have enough money to put more um, stuff in the meter. I was about to go to work. There was all this pressure. I get to. I finally get to the line to make this stupid payment for this class that I didn't want to take. And they said, you can't take this class. You have a hold on something else. And I just, something hit me, like literally, you know, that when people say something, I literally felt something hit me and it was like, get out of here. I don't know. And I just, something told me like, you're going to be successful, but this is not for you. (laughs) Like, it's just not. And I'm just laughing because I feel like I hear that like. You don't have to go through all of these motions that yeah. you think you have to go through for you. Right. For you personally. Right. And I, I had that moment, like, why am I here? I'm here only because other people have told me to be here, not because I genuinely want to. And so I've always tried to kind of stick with that idea. Am I doing this because I actually want to do it? Or am I doing it because I think my parents will think I'm a failure if I don't? Or I'm not going to feel as confident if, you know, in a room um, of people who who aren't or who have went to college and so so that was that moment and it was scary for a year and a half you know I saw my friends graduating and I felt like they're gonna go on and get their successful jobs and I'm not gonna be able to do anything and I did have those moments but I mean wow how the, t- the tables have turned <laughs> <laughs> oh how the tables have turned yeah I want to know how your interest in social media strategy and really, I, and also helping others to do the same, where that really came from? Um, my interest in social media? Yeah. Um, I, I honestly, I, I, I read somewhere that there's like two different types of people. There's task orientated and then there's um, like human orientated, like people, people mm-hmm. or people person. And I have always been more of a task oriented person. Really? Yeah. So, I would not have guessed that about you, but anyways, okay. <laughs> yeah, but, um, and so I feel like with social media, it's very, even though you have that human connection, it's kind of task-orientated because you're um, communicating with these kind of weird, I don't want to call them barriers, but just kind of, um, you know, like Twitter is 140 characters, you know, Instagram you're communicating through images, so it's just... I just think it's cool. I, I think it's cool to be in the comfort of your own home and talk to hundreds of people and um, connect with them. And maybe that just means I'm antisocial and weird, but that's what intrigued me about it. I, I love the mobility. I think that's such a millennial thing, like not having to be tied down anywhere to do anything. Right. Whether it's buying something, connecting with someone, selling something, you know, that's what I love about it. So, in 
boss babe was boss babe always boss babe or was it something else like you know what i mean have some you know like there's this brand that you have now in this name that you decided on but was it ever how did it really start for you boss babe started because i felt i had one of those other hits that i told you about like where you felt, <laughs> felt the hit and the hit was that millennial women first of all are i think are more interested in their financial financial independence than um, prior generations and that's not like to put out je- previous it's just kind of the way that the economy is moving we feel like more pressure to to think about those kinds of things and, and kind of you know society is changing so we're not depending on men as much for things like this so <clears throat> anyway um, I just wanted to make something cute and girly for for cute and girly business women <laughs> and it's so funny because like now, I mean, it's always been boss babe. Yeah. Um, but we're we're kind of switching it from having business orientated content to focusing more on self mastery because I think that's what a lot of us really need. Very, I'm very um, passionate about people in general. Um, learning how to just think critically, make decisions for themselves. I think that would solve a lot of our business problems. Um, and uh, so that's. That's okay. what it is, yeah. And, you know, you have a, a team of people who are part of Boss Babe and help you with it and everything. And I want to know what type of manager are you and what is it like to manage people? And It's really hard. Yeah, it's hard, right? Yeah. Well, I was just telling you, I'm not a people person. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's hard managing people. I, I'm definitely a control freak. And um, one of the one of the epiphanies I had the other day is that if you're going to try to control every part of your business, it'll never grow. It just won't grow. It'll stay where it's at, but it will never grow. And so I have to surrender a lot of the time um, and 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 share the pie. You know, I can't eat the whole pie. I have to share the pie and um, be okay with it. So how what type of manager I am? hopefully a nice one (laughs) um you know i we just signed on five brand ambassadors and it's been really fun connecting with them and i try to help them out with business advice and stuff like that so so far so good Um, okay but it's been hard personally to surrender parts of my business to to have it grow but that's i i'm convinced that you have to do that right yeah and you also, and I feel like this is also a, something that you talk about often and is a part of your lifestyle or, or brand, quote-unquote, is the difference between the industrial age and the information age. And I feel like it's something that you press on because you feel like it's super important. Yeah. And I'd love for you to explain that to the viewers yeah. or to the listeners. Well, basically, the world has changed. Um, the Internet changed the world, and I view the Internet as a revolutionary invention just as um, prominent as electricity or the car Um, it's completely changed how everything is done social interaction business um, communications and so what used to work um, doesn't work anymore and um, part of why i was so frustrated about the whole college thing was because you know, my parents were pressuring me to get this job, but I looked at their lives and I love my parents, but I didn't want that. I didn't want to work a nine to five. I was like, this doesn't make sense. And then I'd go online and I'd see these other online entrepreneurs like making thousands of dollars and living the life. And I'm like, 
what's the, <laughs> what am I missing here? Like, what's going on? And, and after I got myself familiar with um, the works of James Altucher and Seth Godin, there are people who um, clearly kind of articulate this difference. Um, and I was like, every millennial needs to know about this. Like, we're still, you know, we're, we're using an old formula in a new world. And it's going to be bad if we don't, you know, learn how to protect our, not only just our financial lives, but just our lives, you know? So um, I'm very passionate about it. Okay. And something that I that I know comes with all of this and all of this new access to information that we have mm-hmm. is just, obviously, it's super overwhelming. Yes. And I want to know for you personally, where do you get the bandwidth Right. Because I think that it's so easy to get super caught up in um, you have an idea. Right. There are a million ways that you could do it. There are a million books that you could read on it. But I want to know what are you really paying attention to and how does that help you every day to just get like your day to day tasks done? Right. Like there are big goals that you have for Boss Bay, but you know that every day you need to do x y and z right to, so like i i kind of i guess to con- to to condense the question what do you focus on to get done what you need to get done on an everyday basis good question i i really prioritize the piece my peace of mind um which it sounds weird but i need to do that because if i am too out of it like if i feel like i cannot sit in my own headspace and be at peace, I I need to reevaluate my whole life. Like I don't care what how big a check is, who wants to you know collaborate. <laughs> I don't care if I know it's going to cost my daily like peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what I try to stress for everyone that we teach um, in the Boss Babe membership and you know with my programs because we there's so much of this idea that oh work work all the time and ah, don't sleep and I'm over here like I love to sleep thank you very much and I'm okay with working but I want to work smart and I want to work with something that's fulfilling me if I am wait time is what life is made of it's it's made up of time Mm -hmm. so if you're spending your time stressing out then you're spending your life stressing out and one day you're not going to be alive anymore so I just feel like why would I be you know yeah does this make sense no absolutely yes so, yeah, it's not like I have, uh, you know, drink five glasses of water or anything like that. It's really just like, Alex, are you mentally okay today? Like, are yeah. you self-sabotaging too much? Are you too afraid of something? Are you too jealous about something? The second that starts getting off track, I have to reevaluate my life. I've been thinking about this a lot often. Yes? A lot often. I've been thinking about <laughs> this often. <laughs> How do you not get stuck into like the kitty corners of the internet? Like kind of just like, you know, do you know what I mean by that? What do you mean? So I feel like it's so easy to get caught up within these like people that you associate with or don't associate with. And then because of that, like separate yourself from sometimes learning or meeting other people and kind of getting like, I think caught up in certain internet culture that you don't even sometimes mean to. Okay. You you know what I'm yeah, do you no, know what I'm trying it. to say? How do you not do that? Um, I think I think I have the same answer. Um, I I definitely first of all, 
I have, I definitely get caught up in those kitty corners. Um, so it definitely happens, especially because of the position I'm in and my kind of, my like online circle. I have like, you know, a lot of girls associate me with other girls. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can't always help that, right? Right. So sometimes I do feel pressure that, you know, I got to keep up and I, I got to stay relevant. But again, if it gets to the point where I'm stressing out and I'm caring too much about what people think, I have to ask myself, this, there's nothing worth my peace of mind. Mm-hmm. So um, that's one thing. And, and, um, but I, I love the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Internet, too, because I feel like it just gives me and maybe this is just this false mindset that I that I have. Mm-hmm. Maybe I won't know until I'm five years from now and I'm 30 and I'm older and wiser apparently. But I just feel like I have like more control. Like I have really control over what I want to do, like what I want to say, what I want to do and how I want to do it. Right. There's and a if, voice yeah. and there's an audience of people to listen. It's very empowering. I, I think one of the the you know we get made fun of millennials for being so social media obsessed and there's a lot of flack for people who are obsessed with likes and comments and as as much as it can seem shallow and like ugh when we get too obsessed about it the reason why it's so accepted is because social media is a platform for social validation and i think as human beings there's nothing we crave more like than to be understood and and feel like we're being listened to even if you're not making money mm-hmm. having someone say oh my gosh me too or i think so as well or getting a lot of likes that's proof that someone actually cares about you and as humans that's an amazing feeling so mm-hmm. it's interesting okay so i always like to ask this question in some way so typically it's um like what can't you stop thinking about? Like, what kind of keeps you up at night? Like, what is something that you just kind of get off, can't get off your mind? But for you, I want to know, what does, like, the next level look like for you? And it could be in terms of your peace of mind, yourself, personally. Mm-hmm. It could be for It could be for one of your financial revenues. It could be for anything. But what, like, what is that for you? Um, what am I thinking about a lot? I really want to get this message about the information age and industrial age out. Um, I want anyone to know who I am, know that that's what I care about. And um, that's I, I really do stay up at night thinking about what does this mean for us? Are we prepared? And honestly, I'm not the kind of person to like, you know, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and boo-hoo for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, I think ultimately each person has to take their own responsibility. But... I, I do think there's value in just giving that information out so that they have education. Because sometimes that's all, I don't have to tell you what to do, it's just letting you know what's going on. That can make a huge difference in someone's life, so. Okay, cool. I just wanna have a conversation about DJ Khaled. I went from, I feel like I've just been going on this roller coaster ride of emotion with like him and like what I think about him. Mm-hmm. And I wanna know just, you know, he he really preaches this message on Snapchat of like, they don't want you to do this. But what I, what I really think the underlying message is, is like you have to be in this consistent or somewhat consistent mindset of, if you work hard, you will get what you want. Mm-hmm. And I just wanna know like from your perspective, you know, like I've, you motivate a lot of young women every day through your platforms and it's like, Someone like DJ Khaled, I feel like in a lot of ways is, you know, now some 
uh, like motivational pioneer, right? right? And so I just want to know what you think about him. Um, it's interesting because I had two people this week tell me I was like the female DJ Khaled. <laughs> um, and the other interesting thing is I'm actually not following him, not because I don't want to. My Snapchat's acting weird. Um, but now I'm kind of doing a social experiment because I don't follow him, but I know everything about what he's doing. Right. And so it's a powerful lesson in branding yourself because I'm not even looking at his stuff, but I, I get the lingo. I get the message. Um, what do I think about it? I think it's one of the beautiful um expressions of the power of social media i think he's completely empowered his career through it because it sounds like he's really motivating people um he used to kind of just be the annoying guy who would scream on the track (laughs) and now people have that uh, dynamic kind of connection with him they see him through this other light which is so powerful about snapchat snapchat's so honest and in the moment Mm -hmm. that it's a really great way for you to brand yourself almost without even trying eventually you'll see that there's a pattern within your day or within your life. Um, so I think it's great. I applaud him. Um, I, I heard that he was at the Snapchat headquarters the other day, and it's just beautiful to see that they are also participating and encouraging his um, his his participation. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I have a segment called the Plus One segment. Okay. And it's where you get to kind of circling back to the theme of the podcast Uh and just this idea of optimism, right? You can shout out a person, a place, a thing that you just appreciate, you know? Okay. And you can take your time to think about it. Make, make it. Make it good. Make it like something that people would find useful or be like oh that's so thoughtful actually need to think about mine can it be a concept yeah okay yeah i think i have one okay um i really want to appreciate the concept of having boundaries um i think boundaries empower people more than they realize i think that for a long time in my life i didn't have enough boundaries and it caused a whole bunch of toxic stuff to get in my life people relationships um decisions that were toxic so i really just want to appreciate the idea of boundaries and setting them because they really just make my life better (laughs) amazing that's a great plus one (laughs) so random have you heard about this app peach no okay what does it do it's basically it gives you your own timeline and i actually think that used the right way it's like an awesome way to storytell so like this is just your own personal timeline right okay you can do words you can do gifts you can do photos you can draw cool um you can like put your location um i just thought that it was i don't know i follow a lot of media people because i'm involved in media so they off top just don't like it because like they just don't like it but I, um, but I thought it was kind of cool, and I don't know. It was I haven't posted in a, in a few days, and I think it does have some like user experience things and ways that it could get better. But um, I thought it was like a great endeavor um, to put out a social media platform when they're when we're clogged with social media platforms and, and new ways of communicating ourselves all the time. I love it. I yeah, love it. and I also commend um, Snapchat for that because I think what's so powerful about Snapchat is that it's not motivated by how many likes or comments you get. No one gets to see how much likes or comments you get, which totally changes the dynamic of this popularity contest. And the user, I think it empowers the user. I saw this meme that said something like, you know, watches my own Snapchat story 25 times. 
amazing. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. every time you watch your own story, you're just like, wow, my life is so cool. And I think that's such an important thing for people to realize. It's a way to reflect on your day and for you to feel like your life is cool. You right. Know? And something else to that um, I love about Snapchat, and I didn't really realize it until I read about it, was unlike Twitter or, or Instagram where there's like an explore page or you kind of discover people just based off of like, popularity popularity <laughs> there is none of that right. on on exactly. snapchat right and so kind of the the point that the article which is which was on wired was making was like how are you supposed to discover new people and that's kind of the i think maybe that might be the beauty of it what is makes it's it like so special yeah right. it's like word of mouth or on another social media platform like right. someone who I, I follow yes jewels who i think is awesome she's uh like a just an entrepreneur and a in a in a party planner and um and also like a music manager. She does a lot of different things within music and culture. But someone told me about her Snapchat, you know? Yeah. And she has hundreds of thousands of like views, I'm almost positive. Right. Um, and that's the that's the other beauty. You don't really know. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's like I don't know, you can't you always can't get too gassed up on on your on what you think your views are because other people don't really know unless you tell them i guess right but i guess i'll give peach my plus one just because i just appreciate when people try things even when there are other things out there but i i think that this is cool and i think that used the, the right way it could be a really great um storytelling platform yeah um timeline for people so Thank you, Alex. Thank you. This was fun. Yeah, this was so fun. What? We, we like, I emailed you this week. Happened in days. It literally happened in days. Typically, people are like, um, let's, yeah, let's plan this a month from now. And I love how you were like, oh, I'm free this week, girl. Like, what's good? And I was like, yes, so great. But I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time. And thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much.